Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. Today, as we go through, our, is, it, is gamut a word? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the gamut the of gamut. the mm-hmm. gals from Big Mood Podcast. Yeah. We have Tiffany here and you're Hi. also a, a host for JK News and you yes. have a family channel, which um, you guys missed the great joke right before we started recording that <laughs> I want a family channel. And Melissa said, you got to get a family first. Hey, zinger, <laughs> painful, right in the ovaries. Well, are you married? Nope. <laughs> oh, I thought you would be, girl. You're such nope. a catch. Oh, my God. Thank you. I have a boyfriend, but oh, we're well, not. You guys have been together four years. So. I know. It's a family. I That's know. a family. I literally yesterday I was like, "Are you gonna like propose at some point?" He was like, "Oh yeah, for sure." And I was like, "Cool, thanks so much." <laughs> Is he the one? 
Oh yeah, we're gonna we talk about it all the time. Aww. I constantly like I'll quiz him like in like quiet moments in our apartment, and I'll be like, "What kind of what like engagement ring do I want?" And he's like, "Uh, uh, uh," and then like list it off. I'm like, "Good call." But he like is now under this new thing. His friend proposed to his girlfriend. But he really wanted to be like a massive surprise, which also kind of almost backfired because he like really told her, like, yeah, I don't really make that into marriage and all that stuff. Uh-oh. And then she was like sad. But then she was like, you know what? It's fine. I really don't care. And then she was like talking to me about it. I'm like, shit, dude, he's like going to propose in like a week. That like, reminds me of like Monica and Chandler. That's literally what it was. Like <laughs> yeah. he like went too far with the backtracking of it. But he proposed with like a placeholder ring to really surprise her. Mm. And now that's what Moss wants to do. And I was like, that's I can't get a good picture of I said yes with a placeholder right. ring. Exactly. <laughs> he was like, you need the okay. engagement ring. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'll just try them on. And he's like, well, that ruins the surprise. I'm like, well, I don't want to be surprised that we're getting married. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't want to be like shocked. Like, holy Have you shit, heard of those what? weddings where like the bride doesn't even know like the girl doesn't even know she's about to get engaged and then this guy sets up an entire wedding with her family there and then so the moment she's engaged for like two seconds that's so mean i know yeah let me have the attention you dick did you ever did you watch anyone watch uh the fashion ambitionist no. i think she was uh an instagram girl who used to work at goop and I say Instagram girl lightly because she wasn't an influencer. She just mm-hmm. was a girl with an Instagram who worked for Goop, who like really wanted to be a fashion blogger and had like old family money, like mm-hmm. went to the Hamptons, like love check fancy dresses. I already know exactly what she looks all like. All that shit. 100%. <laughs> She's white. Can you tell? Um, <laughs> yeah. And she like got like a per- had a whole proposal. I say proposal in quotations. Um, because it got released later on that there was like a deck for the proposal and they pitched <laughs> oh, it to we all talked these about different that brands. News. Yeah. yeah. And I, I was, and story. apparently she got fired from, uh, Goop, but I, did I don't not know if she know did. That part. I don't know if it's been confirmed yet, but the whole thing. And then and he did the same thing where like the whole engagement process, she like, it ended up with them in Paris yeah. and then they got married. Oh, at the same time. Okay, that's a different story then. Because I don't remember her working at Goop or the married thing. I think but... it is the same girl, though. It just was like a, a week and a half long process. Wow. It took so long, and I watched every single fucking story. You did? Yes. That was a oh lot of stories. God. And it was like she called it, um, his name was Gabe. And it was, there was something with Gabe in the hashtag and like he sent her to like essentially like a soul cycle class or a flywheel class. And I was like, bitch, if that's part of my engagement scavenger uh-uh. hunt, I'm fucking out. You need to make me, yeah. I'm working out. I don't want to go like spin for this. <laughs> like you're a dick. True. <sighs> um, this is an advice podcast. If you guys are new here, if you want to be on an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. So shall we give some advice? Let's do it. Mm, advice. I need advice. Sorry of my life. Like just <laughs> dish it all out. I can't take it. <laughs> Hello, Megan. I'm 25 years old and I think I need help. I have this friend. She's a friend of mine for years. She's actually a close friend. She is an arranged marriage. Uh, She's still engaged, but it's very common here. And she was fine with it, although I don't agree, but I supported her because she's my friend. The whole thing started as she liked the guy and he's fun to be around with and whatever. Then fast forward to last month, she told me that she views him as a friend. And it was like a red flag for me, but I didn't say anything about it. She was fine 
with getting married to him. So I didn't want to interfere. After that, the last five days, she told me that um, they're getting married. So she told me in period of 10 days. And I was really shocked because no one decided they're getting married in next week or whatever. So I was surprised. Then I asked her what's going on. She told me that her fiance decided the time of the wedding and she didn't have any part of it which is really weird and it bothered me but sometimes um, I'm that friend that I want to support my friends and love them no matter what. I don't want to judge her with her choices. She's an adult. She's 26 so she's I think in her right mind to decide these decisions until she told me that I'm not allowed to come to her wedding, which is really upset me because I viewed her as like a best friend and a close friend for years and we've been through a lot. So I think I need help with that because I don't know if, if he's abusive or he's controlling or I know he doesn't like me, but Maybe that's that. Please give me help. Mm, Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. That's so much. Yeah, that's a lot. Being like, yeah, we're just friends, but we're getting married in 10 days. By the way, you can't come. Yeah. And then it's an arranged marriage, which apparently is common where she's from. Damn, that's intense. Because I get, I could hear it in her voice how hurt she is as a friend because yeah. she's like she cares so much about her friend and she's trying to trying to be there for her, but she's also giving her her space. It's a tough place to be. Yeah, and I mean, it's, I don't have a ton of. I mean, I have no personal experience with arranged marriages, but from my understanding, the arrangement comes from usually your parents mm-hmm. are arranging it for you, and so I think like at the end of the day, as much as it sucks, I don't think. As much as like her husband has a say and but it, it to me, it seems like there are other puppeteers in the mix oh, yeah. of like the parents. For sure. And it doesn't sound like you call her. It doesn't sound like you are having an arranged marriage. And so maybe you have more. Uh, I don't want to like say bias per- against it. Yeah. Or like you, you grew up with like parents who like were pretty anti it. And I don't want to like say one's more progressive or one's more modern than the other. And so if you grew up with like more a more modern upbringing, then it might be something that like. I don't know. Like I've always thought about it when I, I didn't grow up religious. I desperately wanted, I like wanted to be Jewish so badly. Really? And my parents were like, that's not how Judaism works. <laughs> I was like, I really want it. All of my friends you were could Jewish. Convert. I could, yeah. but like as a child, there was like, there was no way. My parents were like, you can be a Buddhist if you want to. And I was like, fine, whatever. Wait, but why, why Judaism? Because all of my friends were Jewish. Oh, okay. And that was like the primarily everyone I grew up with was Jewish. And I also, I was jealous because they all had Hebrew school. They mm. all got bat mitzvahs and then they like would always be busy on Friday nights. And I was like, I'm like, fuck, what am I? And they all went to Jewish summer camp. And I was uh, like, I need something to do. You had FOMO. Yeah. But <laughs> then I like at one point was like, I'm just going to like be Christian or whatever. And then it like didn't work because like I was, you know, a kid who like wasn't educated and all of that kind of stuff. And it just wasn't like my thing. But it's like kind of like the same thing of like 
not believing, and I don't say this like knock anyone's like religion or whatever, but it's, uh, and if any kids are listening, if you're listening around your kids, I hope you're not, but it's like when you know that Santa's not real and mm-hmm. somebody else is like, no, Santa's totally real. And you feel like you're kind of like, ah, what is this sort of thing? But they're mm-hmm. so in it. And I think it might be like that with that arranged marriage. Like you can see it from a totally different like perspective than yeah. she can. And also just the option. Like, I don't think she really has a choice and an option. And I don't want to speak on arranged marriages because I don't know. But I would also assume and this could be ignorant of me to assume that an arranged marriage also might not necessarily be the marriage itself might not necessarily be uh progressive and balanced in like the female and male's voice of the household all right like in a like i would assume that the man it is the man of the household he makes the rules and it is more of like a submissive part on the woman which makes sense as to why he he, would pick the date and say no that that one friend that i don't mm -hmm. like can't come yeah. It sucks. And so I think And he probably knows that she that the friend doesn't ex- approve of their arrangement as exactly. well. Yeah. She probably hasn't or like the the friend the her friend yeah. probably expressed that mm-hmm. since mm-hmm. she did view him as a friend. Yeah. 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 Well, I think the good thing through all of this is is your friend still keeps coming to you, which and she's opening up to you and telling you all this kind of stuff. So I think if anything were to go south later on, being able to keep that open line of communication with her is really good. And I think you can obviously express like your sadness for not being able to go to the wedding, but it's like, you know what? This is your thing. I like her life. Do whatever you're going to do. Like, I still like love you and support you and I'll be here for you no matter what. Um, But yeah, I think like it's kind of one of those sucky things that you just have to sort of like let your friends go through with all of it. And then, yeah, I I also I feel for the friend too, the one that's getting married, because I can only imagine the situation she's in if she doesn't. Like, if it's not in her power as to why she's getting into an arranged marriage, mm-hmm. she's going through her own set of things. Because I, at one point, um, I was engaged before my husband. And when we were planning, when I was planning my wedding with my ex, mm-hmm. he actually didn't want two of my closest friends to come to the wedding. And I was like, uh, no, they're they're going to come. Like, yeah. the fuck? I've known them since second grade. They're coming to the wedding. And so me and him had like a whole thing. And it ended up, uh, we ended up coming to this compromise as to me not asking them to be bridesmaids. bridesmaids. Yeah. And I was so heartbroken and they were extremely heartbroken yeah. too. And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I'm battling this. Yeah. Luckily, it didn't work out with that guy. But I'm like, you know, your friend is going through her own mm-hmm. set of problems that she's dealing with and like having this guy just one week later say, hey, we're getting married now. Like she's mm-hmm. going through her own stuff. So, I mean, it sucks. Yeah. I feel for both of them. Yeah. I think you just got to like need to continue to be like an ear to like listen and have her like vent to and stuff. And bright side, she does see him as a friend. She doesn't hate him. Right. True. <laughs> like that could be worse. And I think also like. It's kind of at least again my ignorant ass for arranged marriages. To me, that seems like that seems like a like a a positive thing that you would right. hope for. Like going into it, like you might not love each other immediately, yeah. but you can grow to fall in love mm-hmm. with each other, and that's what they talk about a lot with arranged marriages. Yeah. And so, like going in being friends, but I think the part that is a little like off is it feels like imbalanced. Yeah, and the whole if he is your friend, he shouldn't he should be okay with your other friend coming and all of that sort of stuff. Yeah. So I would just say like the best you can keep your opinions to yourself and like continue to like vent to your, like vent to a therapist, vent to your, like your friends and all of that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But like keep it as po- like the line of communication, just like open. Mm-hmm. So also when they get married, it's not like he's going to be like, Oh, you can't talk to her anymore because exactly. she hates me. 
Yeah, because then that's just going to go down south yeah. and you're really going to lose your friend. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. be there for her. And uh, don't post anything salty like the day of the wedding being oh, like, true. cheers. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be me. <laughs> I'd be like, cheers, bitches. Have so much fun. <laughs> Happily ever after. Uh, but best of luck. That's stressful. True. Hi, Megan, Melissa, and Geest. Um, so my advice, the thing I need advice on, um, Melissa touched on the subject briefly in one of the past podcasts. So I thought maybe you could help. So my partner, who I have been with for enough amount of time, um, he, in his past relationship, he was with her for seven years, which was most of their teens and then the early 20s. And I'm finding it hard not to be jealous when they hang out. And when they hang out, they do things like go to the movies and go out to restaurants. And it feels very date-like to me. And I have said that this makes me uncomfortable. And I have said, like, I'm not blaming him, but, like, it does make me really uncomfortable. And I have said that I think it would help if she came to our house, we live together, to so I can get to know her. So I, Because I fully trust him, but I don't know this woman that he's hanging out with. So I suggested that she came over and hung out all three of us but he she has severe anxiety so he felt like asking she might feel like she's walking into an attack which I completely understand as I have anxiety myself but I just don't know what to do because it makes me feel very uncomfortable and of course I would never stop him from seeing her but I don't want to get upset every time they see each other or go out and I just find it really hard I don't know if this is important but she also has a partner um she doesn't live in the same city so she comes in once a week for like appointments and that things and she sees him um yeah I think that's it thank you so much I hope you can help bye Oh, my God. She's Aww. way too chill. Yeah. You're way too chill for your own fucking good. You yes. need a little crazy in you. Just a tiny bit. Yeah. Just to protect yourself a little yeah. bit. Maybe this will be the experience that will mm-hmm. give that in her mm-hmm. a little bit. Because, girl, it really sounds yeah. like he's, he's still got a thing with his yeah. ex. Yeah. Yeah. And they were together seven years, and you said that you guys have been together enough a good time, enough bitch. Of time. Like, I needed to enough? know how long. Yeah. And part yeah. of me want th- thinks that the reason why she didn't say is because it's not. Yeah. Yeah. It's that pretty long. short. But she probably really likes him, and she's yeah. saying that and she they live really, together. Yeah, I mean that that's a commitment there. Mm-hmm. But she's saying that you know she trusts him enough, and the you fact don't. that you don't know her <laughs> at all. Yeah, and then they go out and have their dates. Yeah, that's Mm-mm. inappropriate. It is. That's just straight up inappropriate. Yeah. That's disrespectful too, because like you know you have your place in his life as his girlfriend. You're living together. Mm-hmm. How is he going to just disrespect that and say, hey, I'm going to go hang out with my Mm ex-girlfriend of seven years, ditch you. And no, you know, making up. I mean, I don't know. She could have anxiety, but it just seems like an an excuse to not have you guys get close. Maybe she's uh, because you mentioned that she does have a partner. Maybe she's cheating on that Mm -hmm. partner and they don't want anything to get messy. It's like, oh, you know what? Right now, my girlfriend's really cool. Let's keep this going. She's not asking too many questions. She's fine. 
I just think that I think that all of that's spot on. I think like it is such a such a super sticky situation that I think and you can speak to this because you Mm -hmm. are friends with your exes that like if you want to hang out with your ex and it's purely friendship, the shit that has to go the workout that has to go on behind the scenes with your act like your current relationship Mm -hmm. needs to be like, hey, I'm like. I'm so happy with you like things are great like I like and even early on in dating it should be Mm -hmm. like I just want you to like heads up I have a close friend of mine we did date for a long period of time where it's totally platonic now like we are really good friends it has like I understand if it could feel like uncomfortable uh I really don't want to lose her as a friend I really Mm -hmm. love to like introduce you guys and like see if you guys can like get along and vibe and if not then at that point he has to pick like, exactly yep. you and can't have your cake and eat it too no, no and he's not can't. introducing you and the same thing like that's weird why is her boyfriend not there exactly and like why if there's an opportunity to double date there but they're right. just solo hanging out like it's just super fucking weird and it shouldn't even be like it shouldn't be dinner or movies and all that stuff yeah, like, because that is romantic. Mm-hmm. Like Moss has female mm-hmm. friends and they're like, yeah, we're going to go to like go for a drink and I'll be home for dinner right after. It's like that kind of thing. And I'm like, OK, fine. Sure. Go ahead. But are like, they his exes? No. Exactly. And have you met them and yes. know them? Yes. See? Do I like them? Moth? No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, like, but at the same time, it's like there is like a level of like courtesy to that. Like exactly. if he was like, yeah, hey, I'm going to go to like a dinner and a movie with this like female friend of mine. If I didn't know her, like there is a handful of female friends of his that like if he went out with that, I'd be like, there's one specifically that I'd be like, yeah, for sure. Go ahead. Like love her. She's great. She's awesome. She's got a boyfriend. But that's also because I know her. Yeah. I know her boyfriend. Like I'm also in that world, in that circle. And it's always massive red flags when there is a whole other world mm-hmm. that you're not a part of. Yeah. And yeah. when he's keeping that relation and they're both keeping that relationship so separate and just between the two of them, yeah. that's red flag central. Yeah, exactly. Cause there's no, there needs to be a, a sense of connection with ev- all the parties involved, yeah. like some sort of like familiarity where you can have that trust and that communication to mm-hmm. be like, Oh, you know what? Everything's cool. I know her. She's cool. And also her saying him saying for wow this is just this is a light bulb to me him saying oh i don't want to ask her she's anxiety she's gonna think it's an ambush why would it be an ambush unless there's something to be ambush over exactly the exes that you said that i touched it on this before the exes that i'm friends with i'm if they are in relationships with people i am just as close with their Mm -hmm. girlfriends if not closer Mm -hmm. than with the girlfriends and i never hang out with them without the girlfriend there yeah ever I hang out with the girlfriends solo, but never without it. But if I'm hanging out with him, I don't hang out. And also you waited for them to come to you Mm -hmm. of being like, would love to be your friend at some point. Let like, and you very much like let them take the reins of that. Get settled into their relationship first and then introduce me. And you checked in to be like, they know that we've date. like, I'm not going to walk into that situation in that sort of thing. Not just that, but like if, let's say if the caller would end up, somehow on her own reaching out to this the, yeah. the friend the ex-girlfriend and saying like hey you know I just really want to get to know you you know you've been spending a lot of time with mm-hmm. my boyfriend and I would just love to get to know you that reaction like what however she reacts will tell you immediately the type of relationship she blocks you yeah because <laughs> they're fucking yeah exactly yeah. because um there was this one situation with my husband back when we were dating he had this friend of his that they were they they would like connect here and there throughout yeah. the years because they went to high school together. And one year, because he's from Dallas. So one year I was in Dallas with him. And then he was like, oh, uh, my friend wants to meet up to have 
dinner. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, cool. So am I coming? And he was like, yeah, yeah, let me tell her. And so he told her <gasps> and then she canceled immediately and, and she yeah. never spoke to him yeah. like ever again. And I'm like, she clearly had a thing for you. Mm-hmm. And you, cause he was like, nah, no way. She's like my little sister. And he never saw her that yeah. way. He friend zoned her. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, if we want to play like your boyfriend's a great dude, all that stuff, it could be that he could have no idea that she has feelings for him. Mm-hmm. But the issue is, is like, as opposed to that, where it's like, oh, yeah, totally. I'll ask her. And then it's being like a rug gets pulled out from underneath both of you. And it's like, oh, shit, she likes me like this. I mm-hmm. have no idea. Yeah. He is protecting her a little bit too much. Right. To my he must know that he has to have even if he like won't admit it to himself. And mm-hmm. even if like they're not doing anything mm-hmm. and they're not I mean, they're not doing anything physical. They are going out to dinner and they are like essentially like emotionally doing yeah. this kind of stuff. There's a part of him that like knows that it's wrong and that kind of thing and i think the other like misconception is is if someone's uh like being unfaithful or someone's lying to you or something they're gonna omit all of the truth the best lies involve a part of the truth Mm -hmm. and then not the rest so the fact that he's gaining again i don't want to like vilify him but like to be fair like i think this is like a villainous thing that he's doing but to tell like hey like you're like oh of course he's not cheating i'm like he's telling me he's going out to dinner with his ex-girlfriend like that's like such a huge like why would he tell me if there was something else going on like it to me it's like it's right under your nose that's true you he's know? like see i was being honest with you exactly. what i'm not hiding anything uh-huh. what are you talking yeah. about <laughs> and so like you don't feel the need to like go through his exactly. phone and like check all of that kind of that's stuff why she sounds so chill because she's like uh, like he's done enough to make her feel secure well now she just feels crazy mm-hmm. that's the thing i'm like you're be, you're being like you're being like i don't even want to say you're being gaslit like you're being like the burners on underneath you or you just hear the clicking in the other room and you're like is the gas turning on mm-hmm. like it's the what is happening here am i gonna yeah. die from carbon monoxide poisoning <laughs> so i mean like my evil advice would be uh go through his phone uh check his venmo check his like ubers <laughs> check that shit and see that kind of stuff and like see like uh are they splitting the dinners like is she paying him back for that kind of stuff like if you guys share like mail i mean that don't go through his mail that's actually technically illegal not technically <laughs> that is fucking illegal <laughs> so let us know what happens yeah um I go through too. his phone <laughs> go through his phone also maybe turn go into his phone if you know his password and turn um location sharing mm-hmm. on Ooh. so you know where he's at yeah you can go and then, and then yeah. figure out what they're doing <laughs> because like we don't even actually know that they're going to movies and Ooh, going that's mm-hmm. true meeting at a motel yeah Ugh. on to the next one hi megan melissa and guest um i have a little issue where so my best friend is this guy and i think i might have feelings for him but i'm also so i'm super inexperienced like sexually and stuff um and he is not and he also has told me that basically without this wording that um I am on his no fuck list because um I don't know I've helped him with a lot of like girl issues when he's like had problems he was in a really bad relationship that's still kind of continuing so I've been trying to help him but it's really hard to, um, I don't know, be supportive when I have feelings for him and I try to ignore them and that's what I'm doing best. But I just, I love spending time with him. So I, I still hang out with him a lot 
and I'm not super close with uh, my other friends that are like, we're all kind of in the same friend group, but me and him don't really enjoy our other friends because most of them are pretty annoying. And I go, I live in a relatively small town, so it's kind of hard to reach up, out to other people. I'm in high school, by the way, so um, yeah, I it's kind of hard to find new people. So I find myself just hanging out with him all the time. And like people make jokes about like, oh, you guys are like gonna get married, which I used to be like, oh, whatever, that's stupid. Like it doesn't matter. And then I got super uncomfortable by people saying that, and now I'm like. I'm back to not really caring about when they say shit like that, but it's just kind of, it's a lot. Like, people say it too much to the point where it makes me uncomfortable. Not, I don't know. It just, it makes me feel weird. So, yeah, any advice you could give me would be great. What do I do? Okay, bye. I love the podcast. I just want to know what he said. Yeah. That wasn't, like... She's like, and not, he didn't say no fuck list, but no fuck. Like, how else do you say that? Like, you're my best yeah, friend. Like, or and my I don't sister. Ever wanna, yeah, my sister. Like I don't ever want to change that type of relationship. Wait, did she say that she has told him no. how Mm-mm. she fe- feels? Because I don't know, man. You that, fucking have to. Yeah, at this point, you have to. Yeah, because the issue. So this was me in high school. I didn't tell, I didn't even, well, I didn't realize that I was in love with him at all. He was like my best friend, every fucking teacher, all of our friends, everywhere we went, everyone was like, oh my God, you guys are so cute. And we were like, oh no, we're just friends. Like we're not dating. (laughs) And we were like, and we dated one, we dated in seventh grade for like two weeks. (laughs) We were like, "Uh." but we were like literally like best, best, best friends. Um, And my friend got drunk and called him and said, Megan's in love with you. And I was like, what? And she called me and then told me that that night. And I like woke up the next morning and I was like, what the fuck, bitch? And she was like, I'm sorry, but like, I'm really sorry that I did that. But like, it is true. And I was like, no, it's not. And I was with my other friend. My other friend was like, and I was like, what? And like my world came crashing down. We ended up dating for like a year and some time or whatever. And it was like great first love, first boyfriend, first boning. (laughs) (laughs) First all that shit, not first kiss or... I mean, for some shit, <laughs> not all of it, I guess. Um, but I, I know the feeling like he was asking that I was helping him ask this other girl to prom. And I like, I, you were, I think much more advanced than you know, but I couldn't figure out like why I was like so upset that I was like mm. helping him ask this other girl to prom. And like, I just felt like shit. How like did he feel about you. So, but that's the thing. He never, he, we would refer to each other as best friends. And I think there was a, like, we definitely, when people would like say that, like, oh my God, you guys are on a date. We would both equally be like, oh my God, ew, no. So part of me w- wonders if like him, I, and I hate the term friend zoning, but like, yeah, him putting you on his like no fuck list or whatever. How much of that was both of you kind of implying the same mm. thing because like we used right. to do that like to protect our both of us and like yeah, yeah. It turns out we both were super into each other for like a long time and so I, if it was like fully on his own accord that he just brings up like you yeah. said like out of the blue of being like you're oh my god I, like i'm so happy that you're like my sister like mm-hmm. i would mm-hmm. never want to jeopardize that and if he like did that again all on his own accord then i would kind of be like say if you need to say it for yourself say it for yourself but like i think there's a 90 percent chance that like he just sees you as a friend Mm -hmm. but if it was more of that like oh my gosh no like we're we like we both are kind of saying the same things about each other then I think like say it and it might turn out well but at the end of the day I think you just I don't know you just kind of have to fucking you have to kind of say it or 
not be as close with him. Another thing that stood out to me about what she was saying was that he, she's not very sexually experienced, but that he is. Yeah. That to me kind of, I don't know, like if he is into her and she's yeah. kind of hiding it, that could be his way of like further being like, like he's denying his own feelings and like making up yeah. these other sexual experiences to tell her to be like mm. further. It's like a, he's protecting his ego. Yeah, so he's like, I'm her, not yeah. going to, I'm not going to be vulnerable and I'm not going to open up my heart mm-hmm. if he does ha- like you and he's yeah. into you. Um, and so he's like putting all these things into your ear and little do you know, but you both actually like each other. Yeah. But it end up, it, it will end up further Hurting your friendship, if you continue it the way you are, where you're hiding your feelings, you yeah. have to let him know if you haven't already. Once he find, once he tells you how he feels, you're just going to have to accept, let's say he says that he's not into you. You're just going to have to accept that and move on. And I would suggest to just, no matter how much it hurts, because you love hanging out with him, you're just going to have to detach. Because yeah. you cannot put yourself in that situation. Because I've been on the other end. Where in high school, I had this guy, best friend, mm-hmm. and we were neighbors. So we would always hang out. We would walk to school together, all that stuff. And we, at one point, he ends up telling me that he really liked me. And I felt so, like, confused and, like, bad because yeah. I did not feel the same way for him. I, I really loved our friendship, but I I was not into him at all. And so I ended up telling him, I'm like, um, well, I can't lie to you and— pretend that I do because I don't and he ended up like hating my guts for many years after that and he would like avoid me and I was so heartbroken because I lost my friend but I had to accept that too where I'm like I can't expect him to continue to be in my life when I can't reciprocate the same same feelings it's just it's torture yeah I, I I I agree and I think the thing is is like you need to figure out like if someone was asking him or if he was telling someone else the same situation, would he ever turn around and say, I'm on her no fuck list? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. is it like, it, has this been something that has been so much him or are you a little bit guilty of that? Like you said like kind of pushing away yeah. too and just like saying this kind of stuff to create this distance. Cause you're not sure if you guys like each other back, but if like, yeah, but if you could, if you could never see him saying that and it's like, Oh no. Or if he could, if you think he could potentially have any sort of, inclining to your feelings then i think that was probably like a nice way or nicer way of yeah, him trying high school to is so hard too because in high yeah. school you're everyone is putting up a front like mm-hmm. it's like full-on ego like to the to the max so there's no way that either of you will ever get to the place of vulnerability to even open up to each other even yeah. though you guys are like so close and you're always hanging out you're saying you don't really like your other group of friends I don't know. To me, it just seems like he might be into you too. It's just that you guys have your ego so, so crazy big that you cannot Mm -hmm. open up. And also if he talks to you, if he talks to you about like sex, sex, intimate detail, if detail stuff with girls, I hate to break it to you. I think that's kind of like a, he's probably not because at the end of the day, I think talking a big game of like, oh yeah, this girl and this girl, but not like, yeah, fucking fuck that wet pussy with my dick. (laughs) Like that's, that's how I talk with my guy. Do you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. that's how like my guy friends where we're like friend friends. Like Mm -hmm. that's how we like, we talk like nasty shit Mm -hmm. like that, but that's not something like when Mots and I were friends for a year before we started dating and I knew he was dating girls, but he was never like, Oh yeah. Piped hard last (laughs) night. Like that specific sort of stuff is very, 
I think that's kind of friend zony. That's it's true. like the same thing. Like if you, if you, I don't know, like I'll talk to like, <laughs> I'll talk to my guy friends. And they're like, how are you doing? I'm like, oh, brutal yeast infection. <laughs> but like, if you wouldn't say that, Jamie, like yeah. I could say that to him. If you like have feelings or whatever, you're like, oh, not much. How about you? But like, yeah, there, there is those like little nuanced things that I think can imply where you guys both are at. But um, I think also if you, I think you're going to need to take distance from him. If you also decide that you don't want to tell him and you think he doesn't have feelings exactly. for you. But at the end of the day, I think, I think it's better just to tell him. And if your friendship is strong, uh, already, I think you guys will get through it eventually. And also just know that this is a, ta- like, not, not a morbid thing to say, but like once your feelings have already gotten romantic for some, for someone, your friendship is kind of, it is different. Like it has changed. Mm-hmm. It has gone. Yeah. It's there's a no same, way it's the same yeah, as before at all. And I think like if you're trying to preserve, like, well, I don't want to tell him cause I don't want to ruin our friendship. Mm-hmm. Like, well, right now he's not your friend. You like him. Exactly. And so you're going to have to distance yourself from him. And then if you don't tell him why he's going to be like, what's going on. And it exactly. just creates a whole more entangled web. That is so true. But this could also just be like a really cute romantic story. You yeah. guys go to if prom he, together. Yeah. So if he reciprocates did. the same feelings. Yeah. It'd be fun. Just make out with him and see what if or I mean consensually make no, out. No, because like that made me think about that guy. That was, do you, oh, you made did he try and kiss you? No. So okay, don't do this if you're in the same position as me. But listen, sixteen you tried, right? Sixteen you were year like, old Tiff didn't know what she was doing. But once he told me he liked me, and I was like, I don't, because um, we were I yeah. was at his house. And we were hanging out and stuff. And that's when he told me. And then he was sitting in his living room and his couch wasn't up against the wall. It was like, you uh-huh. know, mm-hmm. like in the yeah. middle of the room. And after he said that, like we we went our separate ways in the house and then some time passed. And then I, I felt so bad that I'm like, maybe if I kissed him. Like, oh, no, this is me. You're, no, you're I, in a safe space. Would I? <laughs> you're in a fully safe would space. I, uh, you know, yeah. would I end up feeling something? Like what if, you know? So then I go up to him and like I, I reach Spider-Man. over. I did. Yeah. I did like a Spider-Man kind of thing. And so we kissed. And <laughs> you're like, no, I'm still and I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I really don't. I felt so. That's why he stopped talking to me. I didn't want to um, say that part because I, I feel so no. guilty. Like I feel bad about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're talking about this, no, it's- but yeah, I totally felt so bad. And like, like I said, I felt really heartbroken cause I, I lost my friend. Yeah. And but- friendship to relationship is super confusing because you're mm-hmm. like, I do really love you and I really care about you. And it's like, have I just not thought of you in that light before? Like maybe like it is, it is so parallel yeah, and close that you're so like, you're just trying to figure it yeah, out. No, I tell Melissa, I'm like, I have to sleep with people before I decide if I like them <laughs> or not. Like that's why I'm like, okay, definitely don't like you. Oh my God. That's yeah. funny. Or I'm like, okay, I like you. But yeah, so I totally understood yeah. why he hated my guts because I could put myself in his shoes. Oh, yeah. And he's probably like, this bitch, she tells me she doesn't like me and then she kisses me, makes me all happy. And then she tells me she still doesn't like me. What the fuck? Yeah, but you know, he like went out to college and did the exact same shit. And it was like, oh, OK. True. Yeah. You know what, though? Interestingly enough. Did uh, he get married to like the next person he dated? Oh, no, no, no. No. So well, actually, I don't know what happened. But years later after high school and stuff. Um, I was in between relationships and then we actually reconnected and he, he ended up going to the Marines. He came back hella hot and I was like, oh shit. So <laughs> You're like, that little last piece is good. Yeah, so I'm like, okay. And so, yeah, we ended up hooking up. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh so he, you had first a, of all, he, he played the long game. And <laughs> also he's not mad at all. Like no. this, like that was the most satisfying thing to like 16 <laughs> yeah. year old him. He's like, I did it finally yeah and wow. then after and then we just stopped yeah. talking yeah <laughs> that was well it. you scratched the itch uh-huh yeah. 
Oh my god, that was really probably the best day of his fucking life. Yeah. Like the fucking mm-hmm. best. That's a great True. wow. Yeah, you were keeping a lot you from were. us with that story. I really was. Was. <laughs> more I was like, "Is this gonna come out? Oh shit, it's coming out." But that's how you always want it, though. With that, like one that got away. So yeah. from his perspective, yeah. that, like one that got away. That like you then hook up, and then it's like, "Oh, okay, cool." Like mm-hmm. that's so satisfying. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd yeah. love to hook up with like my old. I mean, not now. Moth isn't listening But like with my old crushes That like you know That like nothing ever came for Like through with it When you're like in middle school Like my middle school self Would die To be like True (laughs) Okay guys uh, We're gonna take a quick break And we'll be right back How would you like to look Five years younger In a clinical study People that had volume added With Juvederm Voluma XC In the cheeks Perceived themselves As looking five years younger At six months after treatment Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time and I just got my, I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a a, a secondary of my package and I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function there, it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough specifically 
the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious. Like it's it's so good. I've even like had it on like ice and been like I'm drinking like a drink drink. Like you can throw a little straw in there. Oh, and, and it's it's delicious. It's so good. And I just I love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like, you know, medically need some electrolytes. But also if you're working out, if you're sweating hot summer day, you're going to an amusement park, you're on your feet for a long period of time, all of that. Um, most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need. Yeah, I drink mine specifically when I am working out. It's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have three tins, four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code Blame Me right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code blame me. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about book of the month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available and I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is it's kind of like a a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like 
wait, this, I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got the Ministry of Time by Killian Bradley. And we also received The Return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The Ministry of Time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from Town and Country saying it's really innovative, fun storytelling. The Ministry of Time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024. And then Harper's Bazaar also said part time travel romance, part spy thriller and 100% multifaceted joyride. <gasps> When I tell you that I was like sold. We're also excited about the return of Ellie Black. And this one is about a missing girl who returns. But that isn't the end of the story. It's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com. And you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. Okay, should we get back into it? Let's do it. Woo I'm 24. I'm a graduate student, and I have a bit of a situation with one of my classmates slash coworkers. So we met a year ago when we started our program, and he asked me out pretty soon after we met. And we ended up not going out because he like never follows through with that but basically I've known that he's been interested in me he's tried to ask me out since but I've always just kind of said like no since he didn't follow up that first time um so I've just known that he's been interested in me for a while we have mutual friends we go out together on the weekends on top of taking classes together and working together and last night we were out at a bar he drove me home because I didn't want to pay for an Uber and I invited him to come upstairs to my apartment and we ended up making out, but not hooking up. And he, we basically then had a chat about what are we even doing? I said, I'm not interested in a relationship and I've expressed that to him before. So I'm just wondering what I should do is it's going to be awkward at work probably and I just feel like I'm kind of being shitty because I had him come over and feel like I'm leading him on but I express that I'm like really not interested in anything but I'm also wondering if he's at fault because he keeps coming around and sort of hanging around me text me like he's trying to pursue me even though I said that I'm not interested um, so I just don't know if I'm being shitty, if I should, I don't know, like not even try to be friends with him. 
or what the best situation is. Yeah, I'm basically just wondering if I'm leading him on or if he's um, just not asking for it. I don't like that phrase, but, you know. Mm. I, I think like she needs to take responsibility for her part in this. A hundred percent. But I think they both do. Yeah, because they I both think do. at the end of the day, like, is he in love with you? Like, if he's not in love with you, like, what did he say when you didn't want to do anything? Like, would you want to be fucked buddies with him? Would he be cool with that? Because if he says, yeah, I'm cool with being fucked buddies, that's on him. Mm-hmm. If then, like, if he's actually he has not. feelings. Yeah, yeah. it's like, I, I always like, take what everyone says at face value. Like, if they say that they're fine with something, like... Yeah, you don't you don't owe that to them, but at the same time, I think like if he's fucking so head over heels, like in love with you, and you're like making out with him, being like, "Well, JK, like, like <laughs> you drive me home, you can come upstairs, yeah. we're gonna make out." I know. But you know, this is like no. the grown up version of what I did <laughs> in high school. <laughs> but it's the same dude. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's, like, he's a hot like, oh, Why? Oh, he's back in grad school now. <laughs> um, yeah, I just think that, like, like you said, I think you need to assume some of the uh, some of this responsibility. Sure. But like, if you guys are friends, of course he's going to keep texting you yeah. and all that stuff. But like, you don't have to make out with him, and you don't right. have to like, like you said, you don't have to like invite him in and flirt with him and kind of like go the extra mile I think like you can treat him how you would treat a friend that you know has romantic feelings for Mm -hmm. you and kind of have a little bit of that buffer there so he can get over you exactly but yeah you know what I think it is too uh because I'm trying to tap into 16 year old me and it definitely like the reason why she invited him up and do all that stuff I think it might be because she does kind of find it like a, kind of like a confidence booster mm-hmm. of like, oh, Just this like guy's into me. Like, mm-hmm. even though I don't really reciprocate it, but yeah, yeah. I, got, I got someone after me. Yeah. Like, so she's probably in denial of the fact mm-hmm. that it's feeding it into good. her own ego. Mm-hmm. And she kind of just needs to accept that. Yeah. And, and just face it because, yeah, it's not fair to kind of lead him on. Because you really are leading him on, even though you're not trying to. Yeah. Doing these these actions, they read as you're leading him on. So if you're really, really not into him, you just got to, like what you were saying, just create that buffer and kind of create that distance because it's not fair. At the end of the day, though, I don't even think that it's that you're not into him. I think this is like a game of chicken or it's whatever, any sort of cat and mouse. Yeah, that he like... He was very like he asked you out and then didn't follow up and you're like oh fuck you so like it's you're like leaving him on red for like five years like oh that's what it do, is that's what that, yeah it's like yeah. you're being like I see you not going taking that on that one oh, day yeah. I'm gonna like keep you in this limbo because exactly what it is it's like you like the attention but I also think like you weren't opposed to him do you mm-hmm. know what I mean it wasn't like oh I'm not True. attracted to him or into him at all it was like a cha- like a mischance thing and it sounds like you guys have never talked about it right. so I think like he is still pursuing it and like maybe it's that you want him to you said that like he asked you out once and then you can you've always known since then he's had a little bit of a thing for you like mm-hmm. is it that you want like a grand gesture like yeah. do you want that sort of a thing and like especially to make up for the fact that he like yeah. stood her up kind of and her saying that like I don't really want like a relationship or anything is it because you think that like he's a fuck boy and he can't give that to you mm-hmm. because like he didn't follow through that first time so like you're a little like trepidatious of him mm-hmm. um but I think if you don't want a relationship and you don't want to date anyone and all you want is a casual hookup, yeah, don't hook up with someone who has feelings yeah. for you. I think that's just like get point blank. But if you like him, also, what's your what's your hold up on not wanting to get into a relationship or not wanting to date anyone? And if it's like, oh, I just got out of a really bad relationship that really sucked for a long time. 
that's totally fine. But then keep like, keep it separate. Keep mm-hmm. your like sexual relations and all of that stuff separate from your friend group and don't make anything that's messy. Mm-hmm. But if it's just, you're afraid of getting hurt because he hurt you that one time, I would mm-hmm. give him a chance and an opportunity because I think you're both right. into each other, but you're both being like, mm-hmm. but I think, I think you're both, I think you're waiting for him to go above and beyond. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, and a, like make up for it. Like you right. said, exactly. That's kind of what that seems like. That's true. Cause yeah, you like, I don't know. Like if you hated him, you wouldn't invite him in to like make out. And exactly. Stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's yeah, just or like, you would have taken the Uber. Right. You just yeah. would have. <laughs> I know this because this was so I, I've been this girl where it's like, oh, man, I don't take an Uber. And it's like, do you want to come inside? Exactly. <laughs> do you want to make out? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't even think that's like a bad thing. I don't necessarily think you're leading him on because I don't think you're leading him on. I think you like him, too. Mm-hmm. I think you just like aren't really admit. I don't think you want to at this point. You don't want to yeah. let yourself feel like that. And so you're kind of being this it's like that pride. It's yeah. that pride that's because he hurt you. He exactly. like hurt you. Like it. That's a big ego blow. Mm-hmm. And I'm and sure then, it's like she's really prideful to the point where she's like, "Well, nah, I'm not gonna give him what he wanted yeah. before because he fucked up." Like, mm-hmm. bro, I've had insane pride issues. Yeah, it doesn't get you anywhere. No, and also you are giving him it though. Like, do you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, that's you're true. It, like you're doing <laughs> it. Like that's just true. like sit. Like I think it, it's in your head a little bit more mm-hmm. than it is of being like, "Oh no, I can't." And then also like. Have you ever had a conversation with him about it of being like that time that all that stuff happened that really sucked and it hurt? And Mm -hmm. I think I've had feelings for you that whole time and have a conversation with him about it because maybe he had a really good excuse. Do you know what I mean? Maybe maybe someone told him that you had a boyfriend or maybe something else happened. Like this is just such a rom-com moment where it's like, let's go on a date. She's like, yeah, I'm down. And then he never follows up. And there's like some like bitch who's like, yeah, yeah, or some like douchey guy who like likes you at in class too, being like, oh, she's got a boyfriend. Like he's overseas in the military (laughs) or something (laughs) and then he's like oh okay and then he's like i'll just be her friend for years and then you're there being like what's happening i don't have a boyfriend like what's going on Mm -hmm. just have a fucking conversation true thank you guys are very into each other (laughs) and you didn't fuck yeah I can't believe that. No, because no. she's dangling the carrot in front of his face. I don't have that kind of... <laughs> I love attention, but I don't have that kind of self-control. I am 21, and about a month or two ago, I decided to go visit my friends at college, and we decided to go out, like, every night of the weekend and whatever. Um, so we went out. I ended up hooking up with one of, like, all of our mutual... All, like, one of our mutual friends in the group or whatever, and it was whatever. I didn't really think much of it kind of kept it to myself except I told one other friend where I was going to be and whatever um so yeah turns out she or one of my friends um like apparently has or had like a crush on this guy that I ended up hooking up with and I kind of feel guilty not telling her but at the same time I had gone up there and wanted to spend the weekend I wanted to kind of just like let go and have fun. But I ended up having to uh, corral the girls group and kind of try and solve their issues that they had been having. So I put myself aside and I kind of like, I did the hookup for myself, like under the radar. Um, But now I'm kind of regretting not telling anybody because I had no idea that she apparently like liked him. And I, I know that like people were trying to hook them up at some point, but like I never heard like it became of anything. So I don't know. I'm just really confused and conflicted. I don't know if I should tell her 
Um, I don't know if she'll care or if she, like, if she even likes him or if she even likes him. Um, I don't want to start drama. I'm really not a drama person. I just kind of, I really want to keep it to myself, but at the same time, it's eating away at my self-conscious. And all I think about is that, and I get really, um, I just feel really guilty for some reason. And so I don't know if I should tell her to get that off my back or if I should just leave it to myself um, to not cause drama. I've done this. Mm -hmm. I I hooked up with my friends. Like she had a crush on him from like maybe eighth grade or seventh or sixth grade all the way through senior year. I made out with him. I think all we did was make out. Might've done like, handsy sort of shit because mm-hmm. uh, I was in a bikini which would you would assume that you've got easy access <laughs> yeah. to both ends uh, and we hooked up I didn't tell her which is my advice to you but he told her mm. one of his friends told her uh, and it was like that caught me in a place of being like I was kind of I had the same mentality of being like for me, like, it didn't mean anything. I was so wasted, had recently broken up with my boyfriend. Like, I was making out with fucking anyone and everyone. Like, I never had feelings for him. It, like, it wasn't serious yeah. at all. But you knew that she I liked also him. knew. <laughs> That's <laughs> what makes it worse. In the moment. Um, but also at the same time, like, she had had a, she had a boyfriend at the time. Like, it was one of those things that, like, they had never dated. Like, mm-hmm. he wasn't into her. She had this, like, unrequited crush on him. But, like, she had a boyfriend at the time. So... I mean, it wasn't definitely wasn't kosher. Yeah. And I also was not thinking about her at all. It wasn't even like, oh, I shouldn't do this. I just did it. And it was afterwards. It, like, I was like, my friend was like, by the way, you hooked up with him. And I was like, oh, shit, she's going to kill me. Not going to tell her. Yeah. But yeah, it does. I think like because you went into a friend group, it's your friend group, but you went into their college mm-hmm. friend group. There is a high likelihood that that's going to get back to her, not from you. Yeah. And that's going to be so much worse. Yeah. And I wanted to ask too, like, are you still talking to this guy or like, are you guys, or is it just like one time, like yeah. never again, never talk about it again. And does he feel the same way? Cause if he's going to mm-hmm. be bragging to his friends and a hundred percent, she's going to know. Yeah. But how do you know that she liked him or had a crush on him? Because if you don't know from her, mm-hmm. depends on how much you trust that friend who told you. If you're like, bitch, you never told me that shit. Like, wipe yeah. that clean and I'm never going to know. True. But at the same time, I think if that friend of yours is going to tell you that she had feelings for him, I think she's probably also going to tell her that you uh-huh. hooked up with him. Oh, yeah. So I think you that just... That friend likes drama. Yeah. <laughs> and it sounds like this whole friend group kind of does like drama. And I think uh, I would say yeah. just... Further advancement. I think big friend groups of girls are really hard in general. Um, but I think just word to the, uh, just if you're ever doing this situation and you're going into like a group of your girlfriends, I think it's a great time. Like before you go out, suss out, hey, we're going to be hanging with this group of guys. I'm the new one here. Fill me in. Right. Who likes who? Who's hooked up with who? And who's yeah. done that kind of stuff? And my best friend had this crush. Uh, this is not the same one. I would have never done that to her. Um, <laughs> but her, she, she liked this guy, and we were, we were in like, I forget what grade we were in. We were like 15, 15 mm-hmm. or sixteen, sixteen. We met. Oh no, we, I was turning sixteen, so we were fifteen. And we were going to our friend's house, and she was like, "Oh yeah, like she's got this whole group of guy friends. Like everyone, like you should totally like I hadn't had my first kiss yet." And she's mm-hmm. like, "Oh my god, they're so cute. You're really gonna like them. It's gonna be awesome. Like there's only one that I like, just like not him." Mm. And I get there, and he's so cute, the one that she likes. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh. and then I was like, not gonna do anything. And he was like, all about like talking to me, like really doing Uh-oh. all that kind of stuff. And then afterwards, we got in the car, and I was like, "I'm so sorry. Like I really was trying to shut that down." And she was like, "Oh no, I don't care. Like I want you guys to go for it. That's totally fine." Mm. But like you, when you know that kind of going into it. 
it creates that buffer to kind of protect yourself from it. And so I think like, I don't want to say your friend should have told you in this situation. Mm -hmm. I think it's just less sticky in general when you know, especially because you're going into, I don't know, you're going in with all these other guys that you don't know, but it is your like girlfriend group and you're getting caught up on the drama. I think it is good to know. Did she mention how she found out that her friend? I think her... She said she only told one friend, so I'm yep. assuming that one friend that, told so her. So she didn't know that she liked this guy before yeah. hooking up with him. I wouldn't feel that guilty because you did nothing wrong. Like, yeah. You didn't know. And I guess now that you know, that's why you're feeling the guilt. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I probably would have just, I don't know, man. Because I, I kind like of want to keep it. Like, I, everyone, everyone makes fun of everyone. Like, yeah, everybody kind of liked everyone anyway. Yeah. And so... She might have a crush on him now, but, but she like, probably has a crush on 10 other guys, yeah. too. I think it just depends on how much you trust the friend that told you. Yeah. Because I think she can spin that. And I think if she likes drama, that can get out of hand yeah. really quickly. Because yeah. it could have even just been a passing comment where she's like, oh, he's really cute. And might not even be like an actual mm-hmm. crush. Oh, true. There's, there's a difference between like having a crush on somebody and liking someone. And if she liked him, then I would feel guilty. But yeah. like... If it's just a crush that she's done nothing about, yeah. Oh, like you didn't know anything. Nothing pisses me off more than that. I'm like, you cannot claim territory on a crush that you've done jack shit about, and you didn't know about it. Like, it was a crush. It's not like she actually liked him, or they dated. And I think the thing is, you sound like a cancer, mostly because you said you were taking care of your friend group and you were like the mom. And Mm. I was like, that sounds like that. But I think if if this is about your like guilty conscience, I think. What I would do if I, I mean, this isn't what I would do, but if I were to, if I were you, the goal would be to minimize your fault in the situation. Mm-hmm. And I think if you don't tell your friend, yeah, that can be, she can, she can, she can hold on to that. And that can be right. something that you didn't, that, that like you then found out you had a crush and you didn't say anything. But if you go to her and you're like, Hey, uh, I just want to let you know, um, I, that night that we all went out, I had like made out or like hooked up with this, this guy. And I really didn't think anything of it. Mm -hmm. And like the next morning I was talking to whatever Becky and I told her and she brought up in passing that like you had had a crush on him. And you're like, I didn't really think anything. Like, I didn't think too much of it. Like, I didn't ask a lot of questions, but it has been making me feel really bad. I wasn't sure if this was, like, still a present crush or if you guys had done anything. And I just didn't want it to come from anybody else from me. Because then what's she going to do at that point? Is she going to be like, oh, you bitch, you came to me and told me you feel bad? (laughs) Like, I think... There's no fault in that. When you actually come forward and you admit it or, like, whatever. If it it comes from you first... Mm -hmm. There's nothing she could hold against you. Yeah. At all. And even if someone, even if your other friend tells her, but you tell, you don't, you, you're not just responding when you get confronted. Like you're the one bringing forth mm-hmm. that and like essentially being like, Hey, I did that this thing. more respect. Yeah. yeah. And, and even if she wants to be mad at you for that, I think that will also help your guilty conscience. Cause it's like, well, like, what was I supposed to do? I didn't exactly. know you liked this guy. Not a mind reader. I can't know all of that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if anything, she might even get mad at the other friend of being like, why would you tell her that I like, like I had a crush <laughs> on this dude. So I think that can kind of push the blame from off of you. Yeah. But yeah, I just think in general, when you're going out with big groups of girls, just suss out who everyone's into. Wow. Well, yeah. Fucking <laughs> so would love to know the update. Um, True. Did let us know what her? you decide to do. Is it now time for Don't Blame Them? Ooh. So mm. this is when a listener will call in with their own advice from a different episode. If they're like, oh, I've made out with my f- friend's crush and we'll hear all about it. Mm. 
I'm calling about episode 105 with Jesse Smiles. Um, I'm calling about the girl who wanted to sell feet pics. Um, I figured I would have an interesting and unique perspective given I am a cam girl. I also sell, uh, like, I guess amateur porn, but it's like better than amateur. <laughs> and then I basically, I do anything that involves selling stuff on the internet where it's a little sensual. So the thing is, her and her boyfriend are fighting about nothing. Unless this girl is already like super established on social media somewhere, the guys who are offering her $500 to $1,500 for feet pics are lying. (laughs) So essentially her and her boyfriend are fighting about nothing. However, I do want to kind of get into um, the, I don't know, behind the scenes on why this is happening. So obviously everyone is aware of the rising popularity in interest in selling feet pics. And, you know, since everyone's aware of that, that means the guys interested in the feet pics are aware of that. And they know that a bunch of girls who have no interest in the actual sex work industry are just interested in making a quick buck, which isn't possible in sex work, which I'll be real with you. It's not. You got to work really hard. Um, But they're aware of that. So they know that if they throw out outlandish numbers to these girls, they're going to believe it because that's what they keep hearing from all their friends who know nothing about it. And then these guys might, you know, like end up getting free pictures because these girls might be convinced that they need to send free samples, you know, like, or, you know, they might just be getting off to the conversation, you know, they might ask you whether, what shoe size you wear, whether you like wearing sneakers or ballet flats or heels, and that might just be all they're looking for. And by promising you some large amount of money, they can get a lot of conversation out of you for free. So they are manipulating you and... Like I said in the beginning, unless she already has some huge social media following somewhere, like it's just not real. And the huge social media following is important because that's why people like Kelsey or, you know, potentially like Megan or Melissa could make a ton of money doing it because you already have like an enormous following to market to. And there's an enormous amount of value in someone who's not involved in sex work at all selling them, who is already famous outside of sex work. So that's my just my two cents from a sex worker. Uh, Thank you so much. Love the show. Bye. You're amazing. Wow. I love you so much. I think in a different life, I would be a cam girl. Mm. I think I would love that. Not now. You never tried it? No. Just kidding. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't think it's an outlandish thing. I think if I didn't want, I mean, daily, I wish I didn't want to act because like I hate it and it's terrible and it's like the worst thing ever. It's also the only thing I like enjoy doing. Mm. Um, I enjoy this podcast, but do you know what I mean? like I, yeah. I, I, if I could choose to like be passionate about something, I would definitely not choose acting. And mm. I like, I think I a hundred percent would feel like I would love that. Cause like, I don't know. There's something like, I think it's empowering. like so, yeah, so incredibly empowering and mm-hmm. so sexy and so mm-hmm. like female driven and controlled. And it's like, I'm doing my own shit. And like, I, I don't know. I just think like, especially like female doms, I think are so yeah. sexy. And mm-hmm. that whole thing is just so, I don't know. I think it's incredibly like empowering. So we would love to hear more about like your cam girl and like your sex work life. I think that's like, so interesting. We maybe we should. Wait, you're yeah. Canadian. You said a boot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's your far. <laughs> um, but no, I think this is very 
this makes me want to sell feed pics. Yeah, but I also respect how she was talking about how much work goes oh, into right. it. 100%. Yeah. And I yeah. think that's something that I... It, yeah, it's not from because I we've been talking about this for mm-hmm. so long. I watched like a 25 minute video of this girl talking about it. And she was like, mm. it's fucking hard. She's like, it's like, she's like I have to. This is like my other part time job. And it's not just because it's enough money that's considered a part time job. She's like it's because it takes the, as much time as a part time job would. And she's mm-hmm. just doing feet pics on the side. And so I think like, yeah, it, it does make sense. And we even had some someone talking about it. I don't know if this is it was. Uh, yeah, I don't. Someone was also talking about it in the Facebook group Mm -hmm. and it was about basically saying like hey these numbers that everyone's projecting that you can make are total bullshit like most of the time people are making like $25 a pick Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day if you're like working your ass off Mm -hmm. you can make great money doing it but like do the math if it's $25 a pick it is a lot more like work and effort than uh if you're if you're just trying to like especially if you're doing it alone yeah and if you're just trying to make money if it's not something that like oh I want to pursue a career in sex work and all that sort of stuff well, is that all we have for this mm-hmm. episode? Oh my gosh, amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, thank you so much for being on. Plug Thanks. your shit. Where can people find you? Uh, so I am on Big Mood. It's a podcast as well with, it's five girls and we just shoot the shit. We just talk and pretty much have the listener feel as if we're the girl group that they never had. And so that's Big Mood. And I'm also on Just Kidding News where I host this news comedy channel where I present the news and it's a roundtable discussion where we just make fun of whatever is on the news or we just discuss it. And I also have my family channel called Tiffin Case with my husband and my 12-year-old son. And we just do a lot of traveling and stuff. So oh, so fun. Yeah. Now I just need a family so I can have a family channel. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to be on an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0987. You got Why it. did I, I, I like don't know. blacked out? And I was like, is, am I doing it wrong? Um, and if you're an international listener, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to follow us, our socials will all be listed down below, as well as podcast, don't blom, meme pod. If you guys want to listen ad free, check us out on Stitcher Premium. We also have the video version on YouTube. And if you're watching the video version, you want to go listen, go listen on any of your various podcast listening devices. Maybe leave, leave a review. Tell us how like cute yeah. we are and how much <laughs> you would buy my feedback for. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Bye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa DeMonts. Camera operator Amanda Lechner. And music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch Sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 